Welcome to the Conversation Starters, a podcast about getting beyond small talk and into better conversations with anyone. I'm Karina. And I'm Hannah. And today we're going to be talking about a listener question about when you're always the one asking the questions and listening and the other person doesn't seem to take the same interest in you. And I have a feeling that if you're listening to this podcast you will get into this situation because it's just like anything. When you become more aware or you're developing a skill, you start realizing that other people are really bad at it. <laughs> I feel like this is something relevant um, in relationships with people that you've just met in conversations that are very superficial, but also very relevant in lifelong relationships where you've known each other forever yeah. and you feel like there is a specific pattern Um, I mean, I've experienced it with the closest people in my life, with my mother, with my father, with my boyfriend. um, And sometimes it's me asking the questions. Sometimes it's someone else asking the questions. And it's something that happens, doesn't always have to stay the same way, but it comes and goes. And I think just to say this, there's no shame. (laughs) If you've experienced this in like close relationships, I think it's very normal. Mm -hmm. Yes, well said. Yeah, and I also would say it's it can be a pattern in relationships and it also can be a pattern for certain types of people. Like, uh, yeah. I'm going to speak for the shy folks in the audience because uh, those of us especially that grow up really quiet and people are like, oh, you're such a good listener, you always listen to me. That type of thing can just become so <laughs> obnoxious because yeah. you're like, I'm just waiting for someone to see me. Like that is an yeah, emotion yeah. I remember feeling so much. And um, so we're going to talk about both dynamics today and some things that you can do with your own mindset, but also some practical steps you can take to try to change that dynamic. When I, when Hannah, when you asked me about this topic, the first thing that came to my mind is to evaluate the situation. So why is this happening? Maybe the other person has never learned how to ask questions. And I'm saying maybe you're a bit younger or maybe uh, you're talking with someone who doesn't have a lot of social skills, um, who maybe is interested but doesn't really know how to ask questions. And that we've all been there. We all yeah, have to we've learn. all been there. We've all been there. Um, this whole podcast is about growing and developing and learning. And uh, in that case, I would say, don't worry. Um, bring the other person into your life. Help them. Tell them. You can tell them. Oh, why don't you ask me about this? the The second reason I can think about is the person is introverted or an internal processor. Uh, We talked about this in an episode about internal external processors and I think it's something very important to think about when it comes to conversations like these. Maybe people like me and Hannah, we are more of external processors. We come up with our questions on the go. Exactly, yeah. Uh, We can be thinking about the next thing we want to ask while we are listening to what the other person is saying. And... um, Usually internal processors are people who can't do that. They cannot um, listen and think about the next thing at the same time. And they, there are more people who prefer to have time. It's not coming up intuitively. The third reason, and maybe it's something that we feel a bit uncomfortable with, but it's also a reality in conversation and we have to consider it. Um, is that the other person is not that interested in you. So whoever is asking the questions, 
is more interested in the other person than they are. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a variety of reasons that can happen, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I can speak to this a little bit because I, I grew up, um, very much in this position all the time. And even my whole family, like I can remember my mom being on the phone with a friend of hers and I'd never heard her voice. Like she was just listening and making little reactions, you know? And, and that was both our great strength. Um, but also it, it led to a lot of situations where I had friendships that were very focused on that person's life, that person's drama, that person's preferences. Mm -hmm. And at that age, I didn't know how to make it into a strength that worked for me. So um, I would find myself often in a position of testing people like, oh, I'm going to just wait and see how long it takes for them to notice that. I made this huge change or I'm going to just let there be all this silence or see how long it takes for anyone in this group to ask me a question. And that came with a lot of negative feeling on my part and a lot of, um, and a lot of making assumptions about the people and why they weren't asking me questions. And having expectations, uncommunicated expectations. Definitely, definitely. And so I would say that if you find yourself in this position, like it's really not a good place to live. It's very natural, but um, it's just very exhausting and negative. Mm. One thing that I can say looking back is a lot of the times I was in that situation because I felt insecure in the relationship. And sometimes it's because I was insecure about myself, sure. But also because sometimes you do sense that maybe they're not that interested. Because the, the obvious answer to this situation is, well, why don't you just share without being asked? You know, why are you testing people? You should just be sharing. And I think that is honestly a good answer to this question. But there are times where we don't share because we're We're wanting them to ask us because we want proof that they care. And that's where this testing dynamic comes in and it's natural is like maybe you're not feeling that safe with the person, that valued by the person, Mm -hmm. and that's why you're holding back. And I mean, um, if this relationship is important to you, you should share, you should be open and communicate your expectations but mm-hmm. don't have expectations and get offended without telling the other person what you would like to change, you know? If you're feeling bad about the situation. I have friendships with people where it's more one-sided, but I'm completely okay with it because uh, it's not it's not bothering me, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. There's one more reason yeah. I wanted to talk about before we move on to mm. um, how can we deal with this situation is, are you creating an open space for the person to share or to look into your life? Because I feel like sometimes a type of hierarchy forms in a conversation where one person starts talking and asking the questions and the other person feels like the object of the conversation. We ask questions without creating an open space about ourselves. And I caught myself doing it l- lately where someone asked me, how are you? Mm-hmm. And I I answered, I'm good. So how was this and this event in your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you moved the focus fully on them. Yeah, and I noticed right away that this person was interested in me and I just blocked them. Um, and uh, I was like, ooh, I need to make sure I don't do that because... That kind of stops uh, honest conversation and creates a very one-sided type of uh, 
relationship. Yes. Okay. That's that's um, that hits very close to home for me because I just have a lot of relationships where I um, I like the fact that the whole conversation and what we generally go back to is focused on them. In part because if I were to have equal vulnerability with all of those people, like it's too much, you know? That's true. That's really true. So I feel like I'm in a position where I do that intentionally somewhat. And it might, I'm not saying like I do, like I chose that that person I'm not gonna be open with. It's rather that day or that circumstance, like I just don't have the energy because XYZ is happening in my life. It's just too much, you know? Mm -hmm. But this person asking the question doesn't want to be in that dynamic. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. you might be someone who, in your thoughtfulness, is constantly taking um, their weak questions that you could go far with and sending it back to them with a deep question. And you've created a dynamic where your friendship is about checking in on situations in their life. True. Yes. I I feel like we need to talk more about this. I mean, we talked before about the person not being interested. I, and you said something about you don't have the capacity to have the same vulnerability with everybody. And I think Sometimes the person is not uninterested, but maybe they know that they don't have capacity to be vulnerable with you. And so they don't even go ahead and ask you the questions, Mm. um, which I think is something we need to respect also. So maybe I feel like I want to know more about your life. I want to be more involved in your life, Hannah. But you you like me as a friend Mm. and all, but you don't have the capacity to sit down and process everything you're going through with me. And so you're not asking me these questions. And again, um, something we need to mention is there are relationships um, that are like that and they are important. Friendships where you check in on each other and make sure that the other is doing okay. Um, Parents to their children, um, mentorship friendships or mentorship relationships, that's that's a relationship that's created for something like this. Um, but sometimes within friendship, it can be a little bit of a burden. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What and do you think, though, of situations where um, the other person just likes to talk? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not so much about vulnerability or depth, but the person that you're interacting mm-hmm. with, you ask them a question, they're just like, blah, 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 blah. And they talk and talk and talk and yes. they don't ask you anything. What about that situation? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I mean, uh, hello, it's me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely that person. I am way more on the love to talk spectrum than on the don't love to talk spectrum. So no, so great. Give us your insight then. I mean, what could someone do in that situation? Because you're not doing it with any sort of malice. Yeah, it's like no. if someone asks you a question, you're just going to enjoy talking. So It's true. It's true. I became more aware of it with my mother because I uh because she's unconditionally accepting of me and <laughs> um and she handles my talking really well and I she she will ask me questions about my day and everything. She sometimes she doesn't even ask and I just go ahead and talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um And I will tell her so many things. I just talked to her yesterday on the phone and I was talking for maybe like one and a half hours. And then after I finished saying everything, I was like, so how are you? 
And then she said something like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. And then, and then she said, and what about this? And she like asked me another question. And I, and I felt like, wait, wait, mom, I actually want to hear about you. because I have been talking for two hours now and I, <laughs> I am interested in you. And I think for her, she's gotten used to like enjoying listening to me mm-hmm. and uh, not even feeling like she's not being asked, but I, I have to be aware and kind of intentional also um and notice that I am someone who loves to talk Mm -hmm. but I have to kind of like create space to ask questions for to others also and Um, actually this is a this is a bit of a tangent but that's one of the things our podcast we always aim for is there are people in your life who you don't necessarily show the same interest in them they're the side characters or the mentor figures in your life that it's like oh well Oh, what if you were to ask them a question? Because uh, I have that exact dynamic with my mom, and it's like I, if I turn it around and ask her a question, it adds a lot to my life. <laughs> so it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I, I know that sometimes, like parents or even in friendships, the other person can be afraid of offending, mm. offending you. And I think even here in like cold cultures we're really careful with how what we ask and what we don't ask is that too much Mm -hmm. we shouldn't get our noses into something we shouldn't ask about and so people tend to become really careful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and afraid of asking something that might offend Mm. you and I think here again it comes back to creating an open space uh, allowing people or communicating to people what are you willing to talk about and what are you not willing to, to talk about. Um, I know, for example, my parents were uh, always asking me, is it okay to ask your boyfriend about this? Is it okay to ask him about mm-hmm. that? And I had to, we both had to communicate to them, hey, it's fine. You can ask him about anything mm-hmm. and he can always communicate to you what's okay and what's mm-hmm. not. Um, and to allow this type of conversation is also important yes for sure I love that um so returning to the situation where you're frustrated by the fact that people aren't asking you questions we have a couple options for you um first of all you can share without being asked I think the most common situation is they kind of are expecting this they may not put it into words, but it's probably their family culture or the situation that they're around. They just think that if you have something important, you're going to share it. Yeah, exactly. And it's no ill intent. They're just, that's what they expect. Yeah, and I feel sometimes that's what gets in the way of friendships becoming deeper is that every person is waiting for the other to ask them. And we kind of get stuck in the in the phase where we don't know enough about each other's lives to like be able to ask the specific questions. But if you would tell me, I would be so happy to hear. Uh, that reminds me, like a good friend of mine who definitely finds herself in this pattern a lot, she was saying that sometimes she'll get together with someone, she has something going on in her life she really wants to talk about. And she can get frustrated if the conversation like kind of goes along and like talking about the other person, talking about like small talky things. And she's like waiting for the chance or to be asked, oh, so how is that thing going? And instead she said, "I, I find it better if I've texted the person or told the person, I really want to talk to you about this situation or can we yeah. get a coffee sometime because I'm going through this and I just want to hear 
your thoughts or like, or um, I just want to process it with someone that I trust or something like that. Kind of put out your, your expectations also out there for what this conversation could look like. Yeah. There are situations where you have to be more confrontational. Like, hey, I get the feeling that you, like, especially I think in a relationships or dating relationships or marriages or something like, hey, I kind of feel like um, you're not that interested in what I'm experiencing yeah. or whatever. And because I we all take each other for granted when we get very comfortable with each other. And so it's it's something that's going to happen from time to time for sure, especially with certain personalities. Or I would say with certain occupations, like if you have work where you're talking a lot, then with the people that you feel best with, you probably are not talking so much because that's you mm. feeling peaceful, right? A lot of times you have to say either something confrontational or there's ways to be less confrontational. Like, hey, like, what if I kind of miss when we used to talk so much? Like, what if we were to, you know, start um, using conversation starter questions that I got from an Instagram account called the conversation starters or whatever? Like you start using um, some other means to be like every time we sit down for dinner on Tuesdays, we talk about how we're doing and like, can you ask me questions or like you make it very clear what you would like. Um, without being like condemning for how they've been, you know what I mean? That's that's the first thing I would say. And then another thing, like very basic tips are take a few breaks while talking. <laughs> <laughs> and just going back to internal, external processor, um, if you're an external processor who's throwing questions and talking about yourself and you you become really you might become really captivating and then at the same time you just have to sometimes just give it some time and allow silence within the conversation. <laughs> okay, I think it's hilarious that we both read this question. You for you the questions are not being asked because you're talking. Like I yeah. just hear this question <laughs> and I think they are talking and they never ask me anything and I'm just silent the whole time. And <laughs> I'm, I never even considered that I have to leave more silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but you're right, there is, like is that a, dynamic exists as well. You might be on either end of this uh, question <laughs> and I feel like you could be the one asking too many questions or talking too much or you could be the one... Um, it, both are possible. And whether you're asking the questions or you're sharing all the time, take some breaks um, yeah, allow... tra- change up what you're doing and see if the pattern changes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think especially if you're like me and you really value conversation and you st- made a study of it or you're thinking about it a lot, yeah. you need to let go of your expectations for other people to be the same. Like I, it, I, so much got easier for me when I just decided I will never hold other people to my rules. Yeah. It's like, I will just enjoy them the way they are and to myself know like mm-hmm. you know it's okay like I am going to be interested in them for their own sake and mm-hmm. not need them to match me um but if you really I think partly I'm able to do that because I do have a few people in my life that I reliably have an equal vulnerable friendship mm-hmm. where that need is kind of met and so honestly if you don't have anyone who is that way, like, you may have to find better friends. I don't know. I, I just don't, don't know how else to say it. Like, mm-hmm. you do need a couple people at least. Yeah. I would say what you're saying is right. And I, I think you can 
let go of these expectations when you have enough relationships where you have a healthy pattern. So if you have relationships in your life where you have a healthy pattern and a healthy balance between questions and answers and interests, then you can let go of your expectations within others. But if you don't have, if you're saying that all your important relationships are are like that, then you might need mm-hmm. to confront patterns or um, address the situation yeah. um, and work on it because it's not healthy to have all relationships in your life go the same way. Maybe even you have to consider yourself if you're doing something wrong as w- and we mm-hmm. stated some things before, um, but it might be an unhealthy pattern that you have. Maybe you are you are looking for something for some validation or something um just kind of to make sure not everybody in your life is mm-hmm. functioning like that mm-hmm. and finally you could always recommend our podcast <laughs> yes or you know they get in your car and it just happens to be playing and you're like oh what <laughs> let's just listen to this episode next time they get in your car you just play this episode <laughs> <laughs> Be like, wow, that's so interesting. What do you think about that? You can bring us in. We can get in. We can get involved. <laughs> yeah. And so you could find yourself on either side of this dynamic, but I think um, it's not something that you have to accept forever or you have to be stuck in. There are so many things you can do about it or change. And there are so many things we can change with the way we express ourselves or the way we react to others. And um, to wrap up, we... I I do feel like there's other directions we could take this. And if you have thoughts or you have a slightly different situation, send us a message and talk about it. Because, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of different variations and your objectives with different kinds of relationships are different. And so we've been thinking about different examples from our own life, but it's definitely not going to encompass everything. Let us know what was helpful and yeah, that's good feedback for us. And you can find all the contact information in the description and we're excited to hear from you. Thanks for listening. 